0: Hey, welcome to the Drama-Free Living Podcast. It's Dennis. And Lisa. Here we are again. Lisa, it's been, uh, it's been a great couple of weeks. We've, uh, or I have been on the road quite a bit since uh, coming back from the new year. And, you know, what's interesting is, is that we've been talking a lot about productivity in a lot of our workshops. So I thought it'd be fun to kind of dive into drama-free productivity.
1: That's a really, that's just, that subject is fully loaded.
0: Yeah, it really is. And I think the problem sometimes though, when you say productivity, there is just a whole lot of things that people think about.
1: To me, when I think of productivity, it's not necessarily there's I don't get a lot of positive vibes from that word because I think of taskmaster, you know, just get get it done, just produce it's kind of manufacturing you know, conveyor belt. Let's just, let's roll it out.
0: Yeah. And, and I think the, the challenge many times is that, you know, we, we treat our brains like computers sometimes, mm-hmm. right? You think about all of like the to-do systems, like the, the, whatever your favorite system is. And I've used probably 10 of them. Right. And I'm, and I'm kind of a sucker for some of that. But what I realized though, is that a lot of these productivity systems, they try to treat you like a machine, almost like a computer. Yeah, they really do. Right. And really like we're human beings, we're not human doings. Mm -hmm. And so in what I've realized is that it's an, you can't win that battle. It's like computers get faster and faster and faster and faster. And so you can't win, you can't win that battle. And so many times, because like your brain is not m- meant necessarily for memory. So i are just talking with a client today. It's like, you know, I told myself, like, listen, your brain is not meant for memory. It's meant for creativity. But when you're filling it with memory, it's like, you know, you're storing with all this memory.
1: You're overloading d- it.
0: Overloading. It's like almost your brain starts to work slower. Yeah. And, and really it's about, and then creating. your brain
1: becomes distracted and it's kind of fuzzy thinking.
0: Right. So Lisa, l- let's just kind of define for everybody. When we think of like productivity, like what you and I are talking about, okay. I, we're really talking about accomplishing more, but really with, in less time without the stress, right. Without the pressure, right. And like almost or with
1: without the negative pressure, because, because yeah. pressure can be positive or negative. There can be good pressure and then not such, not so good pressure. Yeah.
0: And I think it's really about feeling a sense of progress Mm -hmm. because what we've discovered is that the number one motivator for people is me feeling a sense of progress. That's what motivates me the most. It's what motivates people the most. Like nobody wants to feel like they're doing the same thing over and over and not really getting results.
1: Yeah. People want to feel like they're growing, they're producing, they're creating.
0: Yeah. I mean, nobody wants to feel like they're spinning their wheels.
1: And and also, people want to feel that what they do matters.
0: Yeah, it's like there's this bigger purpose to what you do.
1: Because if I spend eight, nine, ten hours a day, five, six days a week, and I feel like what I'm doing has no purpose, doesn't matter, and isn't for a greater good, or isn't going to outlast me, that would be just that would just really discourage me.
0: Right, it kind of gets you that feeling of overwhelmed, tired, you're not happy, and and then you kind of lose hope.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You lose the joy of life. And then
1: you are definitely would not be productive. If you lose your, use the joy of life and the excitement of life, it it just destroys productivity. Yeah.
0: Because I think people really want to make a difference with what they do, you know, with what they accomplish. They, they want it to really see like, hey, what I do really matters. It's mm-hmm. making a difference. Yeah. You know, you and I, we talked about this, that the joy in life is really in the producing, not necessarily the consuming. hmm Right. It's like, while we enjoy like some of the time off and I mean, we've got some great favorite shows that you and I watch together and that's fun. Favorite
1: places that we go, favorite activities yeah. that we do.
0: But the best, like the biggest joy really comes from like when we're producing something, mm-hmm. when we're like creating something. Mm-hmm. And so we when, want... we're,
1: when we're leaving a mark on this world.
0: Yeah. And so we're going to talk about productivity, drama-free productivity, we call it because it is not productivity that, you know, you feel like, it's it's not
1: productivity that stresses you out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So let's get off the flywheel of busyness and let's get into, you know, being more productive and kind mm-hmm. of taking the drama out. So what what we've discovered, and we've been doing this in a lot of our workshops, is really helping clients set really good boundaries. Mm-hmm. Cause I think work expands to the time that you allot it.
1: And you are more than just what you do you are more than your job. I mean, even if what you do, even if you absolutely love what you do and you would do it, whether you get paid or not, you still need to have, um, different aspects. You you still need to be able to pull back.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and even think about it, Lisa, if I really only have like five hours to do this work Mm -hmm. and I, my brain will figure out how to get it all done. Mm -hmm. Right. But many times, like I can get the same amount done and maybe it'll take me eight hours. Mm -hmm. And and what's the difference? And a lot of times it's just, it's the boundary that I set. Right. And I think sometimes what really helps people is that, you know, if you're working, then work. But if you're playing, then really play. Right. I'm amazed that people. It's their their, their days off and they spend it like, you know, on their phone. Mm -hmm. Right. We were just at dinner with a couple and uh, we were supposed to be like all having time off. And, you know, one of the, one of the people, they were just on their phone. Right. And I was just, I was amazed. I was like, and you're doing things that, and I understand like different occupations and some of them really are, if you're a healthcare administrator, there's certain things that are 24 seven, but you've got to have times where you pull back Mm -hmm. because it's really more about managing your energy, not necessarily managing your time, right? Because, you know, you want to show up and you want to like give your full self and full energy. So if you're playing play, and if you're working work.
1: And you know, that I totally agree with that. And at the same time, for me, Mm -hmm. um, certain aspects of my work is play for me. And so you know what, I actually intentionally choose for it to expand to a longer Time frame because it's work, but yet there's a creative element to it and there's play to it, and and I actually really enjoy it's there. So there are certain things I think that you may do that you might just want to okay block out some time, segment it, and say I'm going to do this in this amount of time. But there are other aspects of what maybe you do that are so uh, enjoyable, so inspirational to you. You know, it's okay to cause, have your time blocks a little bit bigger if it just brings you a lot of joy.
0: What it really, that brings us to like the second point, Lisa, is that really the most productive people are playful people. And almost when what you're producing really becomes more like play. So one thing that we work with it, with our clients is every quarter and the members of our leadership roundtable, every quarter, when we come together, we have them do an activity assessment, all the different things that they've done to that quarter. And then we have them ask themselves, hey, was that a joyful activity or is that a junky activity? And imagine if every quarter you just eliminated or delegated something that was junky. And you expanded your time for doing something that was more joyful. Mm-hmm. Because I think the most productive people are playful people. It's like they show up at work and, you know, they produce because it's just like play. It just kind of comes out of them. And so I think for all of us and all of us that are in a different situation, some, some people listening to this podcast, right? You're an entrepreneur. You're totally in control of your time. Other people, you're in middle management. And, and we get some of the constraints, but our encouragement is, is find these places where productivity becomes more like play.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: You know, and then you, and then you never feel like, oh my gosh, I'm just so tired and I just got to quit. Well, it's like it's you may feel energy.
1: tired, but you won't want to quit.
0: Yeah, that's it. Okay. So, and then another idea is really managing your expectations,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? Because Lisa, like what I realized is that, you know, I can't do it all. And right. It, it, and I've had the bad habit a lot of times of like, you know, I get ready for a trip and I tell you, okay, on this trip, I'm speaking these four at these four events in the next week. I'm on the road the entire week. And I'm going to do all these things. I'm giving this list of stuff to do. And Lisa, rarely do I do it, right?
1: Yeah, because it's it's just too much. It's too much to do in the time allotted. And sometimes it's kind of like when we sit down to you know, a big feast, our eyes are bigger than our stomach. Well, sometimes our productivity mentality is bigger than our capability.
0: Yeah. And really it's like, you can't do it all.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right. You, and so just managing your expectations. So if you don't manage them, you end up frustrated. And, and even worse, like I've spent years just being angry at myself.
1: Yeah. And you know, one way to, um, to kind of do this would be, um, just whether you do it in the front end or the back end you know you just kind of write down okay what is it so i've got my list of what i'm trying to do today but then i've got my list of what i actually did today and you might need to add to it because then at the end of the day you may have missed some things that were on the initial to do list but you go back and you look at the actual to do list and it's it can be quite satisfying because there are all of these other things that you may have accomplished that Maybe you didn't intend to, or it kind of just flowed into it and you were you were on a roll and you just got those things done and checked them off. And it's like, huh, that was actually a pretty good day. And that's one way to manage your expectations on the back end. That's so perfect. when you look back, you can, or I mean on the After, after the fact. So when you look back, you can see, huh? Okay. So it actually was a good day.
0: Well, it's really about measuring your progress. Mm -hmm. And if you're always like future focused, facing forward and you're not looking back and measuring your progress, you can really get discouraged. Mm-hmm. Right, because there's always this gap between here I am and there is where I want to be, and right. what I think I should be doing. Mm-hmm. And so it kind of brings us up to like the next one that we come up with. Clients is that come up with a top three every day. Yeah, you know, a lot of our, our roundtable clients that are in the roundtables, you know, they text each other their top three. Mm-hmm. Hey, these are the top three things I'm going to do today. Mm-hmm. And imagine if every each day you did the top three things. Yeah, five days a week. That's fifteen major things that got done that day.
1: That's a, that's that week. That's a pretty successful week.
0: That's a very successful week. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, coming up with this top three, every, well, you're going to do maybe a lot of different smaller activities, but what are really the three things that have to be accomplished for that day to be successful?
1: And it's pretty important to do it each day because you can set out on Sunday night and plan. Okay, uh, these are the top three for Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And you think you truly have your top three for each day. But then as your week can go along, your top three could actually change. Other things could happen. Other things could come up that are more important or urgent. Or, um, you know, there are some things that maybe were on your top three for Thursday, but you know what? it's, it's really not that big a deal. Or and maybe, so and things change. Things, th- change, things change. And so doing a top three every day, and there's some people, people do them all different ways. Sometimes they they do their top three at night before the next day. Sometimes they do it at the end of the workday that day for the next day. Some people get up early and they do their top three that morning. What works for you? What do you do?
0: Uh, I do it in the morning.
1: Mm-hmm. I do it in the morning too. Yeah, But then there's a few times that I wish, you know, I kind of wish I would have done it the night before because there are certain things that needed to be set into motion to be, allow myself to be able to do those top three. But then that's a good situation where I just bump that one of those top three to the next day. And I just know one of my top three may be prepping for my top three for tomorrow.
0: Yeah. And that might actually be a top three. And you know, what's interesting is like, who can tell you what your top three is? Like only you, you're the only one that can tell you what your top three is. I mean,
1: your boss can try to tell you what your top three is, right? but you know, you just, you got to figure you're, that out.
0: You're in charge of you, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it, and then it kind of goes, we talk about top three and then, then a lot of people, they have this to-do list, right? Mm-hmm. And so, but what we encourage clients to do is let's create a stop doing list, right? Because there are some... It's sort of like the the secret to concentration is elimination. Yeah. That's the secret to focus. The secret to focus is not in doing all these things, but it's in only doing a few things, right? Because that's the power. The power of your life is in the focus of your life, mm-hmm. right? The power of your activity is in the focus of your activity.
1: Now on your stop doing list, are you talking just today in particular, or are you talking over long-term like stop doing over long-term or today in particular, I should stop doing this. Yes. Okay.
0: Yes. Right. I mean, it is, it is sort of an all encompassing, like what are the things that you need to eliminate in order to make room for the things that are really important? You know, we were just talking, had a coaching call with a client this afternoon and I explained to him as I, is that, listen, your next step in growth for you to grow your organization, it's all going to be about prioritizing and delegating.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? Your ability to prioritize, to do the main things, and your ability to build a team and to delegate is really going to determine your growth. Yeah. It's the gro- that's the growth of all organizations because mm-hmm. one person can only do so much. And the way to expand is really to expand your leverage. And part of that leverage is like, you know, people and resources. And that many times comes because of prioritization and delegation. Yeah. So come up with a stop doing list. What are the things that you need to eliminate? You can't do it all. You shouldn't do it all.
1: And sometimes there's things that we have been doing for months and for years, just because it's on our plate or it's because that's what we've always done. And maybe it's time to stop doing some of Yeah, those. I
0: mean, because if it's not producing results, just stop it.
1: Or also maybe there's a more effective way to do it now that technology has changed and increased.
0: Right. So when we talk about drama-free productivity, we're not talking about like a lot of activity.
1: Mm -hmm. We're really
0: talking about producing results and overcoming any obstacle that's kind of standing in your way. Mm -hmm. That's being productive. Mm -hmm. And then the last one, Lisa, and we kind of already touched on this a little bit is like, you know, manage your own personal energy.
1: Absolutely.
0: It's not really about time management. It's about managing your own energy.
1: And tell, tell me like for you, if you say manage your own personal energy, what does that
0: mean to you? Well, that means there are certain times of the day when I'm the freshest. yeah. And those are, th- those are the times when I probably need to tackle my most creative things, mm-hmm. right? There are other times that kind of wane. And so I can work on things that maybe don't, don't require as much creativity,
1: mm-hmm.
0: right? I know that sort of after three, four o'clock, sometimes I'm very useless, Right? I'm well, not, not as,
1: useless, but, but
0: it's not as useful. It's not time. your
1: high productivity time.
0: right. but I know at 6 a.m many times, um, I can produce a lot
1: mm-hmm. during that
0: morning time. I mean, other people are different. right yeah. we,
1: I've, I heard um, I heard someone say one time that if there are some things that are are that are that you have to do and that are kind of more difficult for you, you don't save those until the end of your day. You save those things for, when you're actually the freshest, when you have the most amount of energy that you tackle the most difficult things rather than the things maybe that you're most creative with, because then you will have the most, um, clarity, you'll have the most energy and you'll emotionally have the highest, typically you'll have the highest emotional quotient then.
0: Yeah. And Lisa, it's like, that's where you're the, you're the best expert on you. Mm Mm-hmm. Right. And we just want to encourage people, you know, really get to know yourself. Uh, look, I was amazed. We were having dinner last week with a couple and, you know, the, the gentleman said like, well, he's the most, he has the most energy and the most productive, like at eight o'clock at night. And I was like, are you kidding me?
1: Yeah. Right? Well, you know, in full truth. So for instance, yesterday you flew in um, yeah. and I had to pick you up at midnight. Right. Yeah. So yesterday morning, I, I had some productivity time. I planned my day. I figured out what I was going to do. And then, you know, mid morning, early afternoon, I did a few things. It was, they, they were things I needed to get done, but they were more fun for me. But then, once about three or four o'clock hit, I mean, I had my computer out and I cranked it out. And I did not shut my computer until uh, eleven fifteen 15 at night when I had
0: to come pick you up at the airport see, that would drive me crazy.
1: Yeah. But, but I was, that's when I was the most motivated. That was when I was the most focused. That's when I was really able to, to just knock some things out.
0: Yeah. So, you know, we want to encourage you, you know, step back and, you know, really look at your life and look at the results. Don't be busy. Don't be over, get out of the overwhelm and just kind of get back to like, you know, production and being more productive and looking at your results. Lisa, what were some of the things that we covered today?
1: Um, Some of the things we covered today were set good boundaries because your work expands the time you allot it to. Um, Number two, productive people are playful people. So have fun while you work whistle while you work or, you know, what you're doing, make it things that you enjoy. Number three, manage your expectations. You can't do it all.
0: Oh, come on. Really?
1: Number four is come up with your top three list every day or the night before. Don't, don't try to do a top three list for the entire week. Um, or if you do just plan on it changing.
0: Yeah. And, you know, we want to encourage you to uh, phone a friend with your top three, Yeah, right? We we have a lot of our clients that they just email or text each other every morning. Hey, this is my top three for the day. And it just, it's another level of accountability that Mm -hmm. really helps people.
1: Mm -hmm. And then the next thing is don't just have a to-do list, but also have a stop doing list. The things that maybe it's just time you just you no longer need to do those anymore or you no longer need to be the one that does those anymore.
0: Yeah. That can be kind of hard for me, right? Cause there are certain things that I've just done out of habit mm-hmm. and I've had to step back and go, well, am I really the one to be doing this anymore? And maybe when the the organization was smaller, you know, I, I had to, but now that it's larger, is that really the best use of my time?
1: Right. And then the last one is manage your personal energy. And this would be, you know, truly discovering when you work the most effective and what things you need to do during those times. But in addition to managing your personal energy, something that we didn't talk about was um your sleep routine oh wow your eating routine and your movement routine because if you're not well rested yeah and if you're not well fed as in healthy foods or if you're hungry or if you don't have a routine for your body um you know that it's just really hard to work if you don't feel your brain and then and movement are those just that keeps your metabolism going and if your metabolism's going then then your brain is less foggy That's and awesome. so those those things are also aspects to managing your personal energy.
0: Awesome. And these really things, these are the things that'll make you more productive. So we just want to encourage you. We are not saying be more busy or be like a machine. Mm-hmm. We want you to be creative and really get better results.
1: And truly enjoy your life and the work you do.
0: Yeah. Cause productivity is playful.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. Listen, we're, Oh, listen, Lisa. Lisa. What we still got results.com. So if you Drama have free not results. been com. to dramafreeresults.com, mm-hmm. it's a free five day challenge. We want you to take the productivity challenge, go to dramafreeresults.com and get your free challenge. It's five days, five videos, totally free. We just wanted to be a resource and just help you be a blessing to you, but you'll get five videos for the next 5 days that are like super sort of really super short. hacks.
1: Yeah, they're super hacks and each video is is really short. It's what maybe 90 seconds. Yeah, if that. 90 seconds and then it's just a really quick activity or exercise that you can do that specifically applies to that day and we broke them down into exceptionally simple pieces. Whoa. So if you do each of these this one thing and each day it's At the end of the week it's kind of like huh that's that was easy
0: yeah it's kind of like hitting the easy butt for your productivity (laughs) exactly so dramafreeresults.com it's there for you and we'll see you next time on the drama free living podcast